Logan Ryan is here. This Giants report is brought to you by HSS, the official hospital of the New York Giants. By Town Fair Tire, nobody beats Town Fair Tire, nobody off this amazing win in Seattle. But, Logan, do you give your friends cash as gifts? Hey, <laughs> right, how you guys doing, first What's off? What's up, and, Logan? Uh, how you doing, buddy? We'll get to the football, but the important yeah, question. Yeah, I mean, the cash as gifts thing, I, I, I get it. It's a little, you know, might not be as thoughtful, but what do you, what do you get, guys? What do you get people that can afford to buy things themselves? So sometimes you just take the cash and let them go pick out what they want. Yeah, you know what, Logan? I'm with you. I'm with you. It's I like mean, giving somebody a gift certificate, plays. though. It's really impersonal. The anyway. worst thing is getting a gift you have no use for and then not having a gift receipt and then just having to find a use for something. And you're like, what is this? I have not. I don't need this. I don't need this in yeah, my life. You know, $20 bills, you know, impersonal, right. 50 bucks. But when you get a hundred grand, I think that's. That's pretty personal. <laughs> but where's it. that threshold? Twenty grand, thirty. I mean, anyway, you make yeah. two hundred million dollars just from your Adidas contract alone. No, it's cool to, to be James Harden. And as I said, I would love to do that and, and shower my friends with gifts if I were that rich. But uh, Logan, we don't have all that much time with you, so let's get to the really important stuff, which was that football game. I'm just curious, like, when did you guys realize that you had kind of flustered Russell Wilson because? You know, he looked like he was indecisive. He was holding on to the football a lot, and uh, and that had to be really satisfying for you guys. Yeah, I think we we realized when uh, when James knocked the ball down at the very end of the game, that's the, <laughs> the last throw, because just playing Russ throughout the years and just knowing about him and everything he stands for and everything he's about, he's relentless, and um, you can have him figure it out for 58 minutes, and then he figures you out for two and uh, they scored there at the end. And, um, you know, before I got the question today where we fatigued, you know, we, 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 we finished, we finished strong and, uh, and it's never over to the clock strike zero against a guy like that caliber you, quarterback. Yeah, no question. And Wilson, you know, holding on to the football was confused. You guys had a great game plan. You, the players and you and your teammates did a tremendous job of executing it, Logan. I'll ask you a simple question. It may not have a simple. What do you think the key is? Well, you've been a lot, a part of a lot of great defensive units. Tennessee up in New England, playing for Belichick and the Patriots. Now here with the Giants, year one with Big Blue. What do you think the key to this group's success is defensively? Belief and uh, and selflessness. I tell you guys every week the game plan changes. I don't know, you know, what my role is going to be from week to week, but I'm willing. And I believe in Pat Graham that whatever he draws up, um, I'm going to do my part in it. And you don't know who's going to make the plays. We had a lot of guys step up. Miko Lalos again, Darnay Holmes, Carter Coughlin. Those aren't household names. Um, obviously, Leonard is. Obviously, James is. Obviously, I am. But it's a total it's a total group effort of executing the game plan, believing in it, um, believing in the game plan, believing in the coaches, believing we have the players to do it, and believing in yourself, having the confidence to go out there in Seattle and not flinch, not be afraid of DK Metcalf, not be afraid of Russell Westbrook, not be afraid of the West Coast trip. Um, don't care about who picks us to win or lose. And then, like I said, the, the, the selflessness to go out there and whatever your, whatever your job might be that day to, to do it to the best of the ability. And I think that was our best execution of a game plan. And I think you see – that when we get it and we get it right, for the most part, um, that's what it can look like. It can fluster a lot of really good players. And I think uh, the best word that we can put is, is we, we flustered them. 
You know, he certainly did, and it's a hell of a win, and it's a statement win. You know, back to your defensive coordinator, Logan. You know, I, I think he's going to get an opportunity to be a head coach in the NFL based on the job that he's done this year. Uh, you know, the conversations that we've had, Maggie and I, with you and Blake, you know, every other week and, and the way that this defense has played. You know, for those that, that don't get – that ha- don't know Patrick on, on that kind of level – you know, what would you say his greatest strengths, assets as a as a DC, as a coach, are here in the NFL? Um, his humility, his ability ability to to adapt to his defense, the ability to to grow, and his ability to change. I, I think the NFL is changing. I think you know, ten years ago they said mobile quarterbacks can't play quarterback. Now every quarterback's pretty much a mobile quarterback. I think the RPO, we, we talk so much about the evolution of offense and college football and the spread offense and what it does to the NFL and getting the balls at players in space and receivers are smaller and faster. Well, defense needs to change too. And Pat's one of those guys on the defensive side of the ball that's changing defense with the versatility and the multiplicity of our, of our units and the amount of players we play and the amount of DBs we put on the field and the amount of linebackers that are on the field. It's different packages than traditional 4-3, 3-4 defense. Like, those days are dead. And I just think that Pat is outworking a lot of other coaches in this league because he's going back to the drawing board after having a great performance, and we might run something completely different. I'm sure we'll do stuff similar because Kyler's a little bit similar, but he's also a different player, so we got to do some different defenses against him as well. He's not going to say, oh, I just had this great performance. Let me just do that again. No, it's going to be completely different, and he's back in his lab right now working on it i call him i said pat you're like the black picasso i'm calling you picasso (laughs) because you're just throwing paint at the at the you know you're throwing paint at the easel you're throwing paint at the uh at the board and it's coming out beautiful you know so i just i'm really grateful for him i played with um hall of fame coaches and under belichick learned defense under belichick I learned defense for Dick LeBeau. I learned defense from Dean Pease. So I've been in great defensive schemes and defensive minds my entire career and developed a mind from those guys. And Pat is working his way to, to, to be on their level one day, hopefully. And he's definitely working his way to, to have a beautiful defense like we have. Man, that's that's beautiful. The I Black Picasso. I think that, that <laughs> what, a, what, a, like, what an amazing nickname and, and, and high praise. So what the one thing that really impresses me, Logan, about the defense is just, you know, you talk about how complicated it is, how it changes week to week, yet there's so many young guys who are being counted on in big roles, and you expect rookies to kind of struggle, and I know it hasn't been perfect, and, and guys get called for penalties, stuff like that, but... How are they? How is Graham or or you and the other veterans like teaching these young guys to be prepared and have such an intimate knowledge of the game plan that changes week to week? Yeah, I think that's the that's the thing that is is really um, impressive to me is how these guys are handling it, how we're running it, how guys are calling me around a league like, man, how are you guys handling all that? We our guys came and handle all that, and I'm like. You know, that comes down to the coaching. That comes down to the assistant coaches. It's obviously Pat, but we have uh, Brett and Jerome Henderson and guys at every every unit. Um, Coach Spence has the D-line playing amazing. I mean, our, our defense runs through our defensive line. We, can't, we couldn't do what we do if Leo and Dalvin and Dex and those guys stopped the run the way they stop it with how we're doing it. And then it goes through Blake 
Then it goes through James. We couldn't run our defense without Bradbury out there standing up to the number one receiver pretty much every week and holding his own and allows us to roll coverage other places and do different things. So it, it honestly, we have really good players, but I think the coaches are really doing a great job with the damn demanding the details of, of the young guys. And honestly, the way Joe and we all know it, he's hard on his best players. He's not, we're not getting no sugar. You know, he's not giving us no pats on the back. He's not, you know, he's not sitting there letting me not practice, letting me not get yelled at. I, I get held accountable, and I think that makes everyone else say, dang, well, Logan's getting yelled at, so I might have to be on my own. And that when I grew up in New England system, Tom Brady would get yelled at. We all know those stories. So he holds everybody accountable, but I just think it's also the leader's willingness to be detail-oriented, to harp on the little things, to be willing to be coached. And you have to have players. It's not always about having the best players, but you have to have players that are coachable, that want to become better. And I think we have players that actually want to be better throughout the year and want to get better, not just say, I was good three years ago. I was a pro bowl. This is what I do. Don't coach me. I know what I'm doing. I don't think we have a lot of those egos on, you know, in our building at all. I want to ask you about Nico Lelos because I'm curious <laughs> what kind of credibility it gives you in a locker room where you're a guy out of Dartmouth when you get the retweet from LeBron James. You know, Nico's living right. We say, Nico, whatever you're doing, man, you're living right uh, for sure. But, you know, we we always go back to it. I always go back to the work ethic. Like, Nico was there early, like on practice squad. Every morning, he was there early lifting. He was there early, you know, I barely knew his name, and he was there early. And he would compete with me, like, hey, Logue, you, you come, like, where you at today? And you, I beat you today. And, and we always talk about me and Daniel Jones, but Nico was that third guy there. And he was there, and and he just showed up in practice, and he's on, like, playing offense, you know, tight end, scout team tight end. And, you know, I got to cover him. I'm like, Nico, you're never going to catch a ball on me, <laughs> ever. And he would be out there every day and never catch a ball. He might have caught one, but, like, he's competing every day. And then he's on defense. I'm in a, I am don't even know what position he plays. And then he gets in the game, and he's Johnny on the spot. He's where he, he needs is. to be. And that just really shows you in this league, like, you just got to stay ready. You got to work on your game because you might get a call. And when you get that call, you better show up to that job opportunity interview ready to go. And he shows that he's ready to go. He shows he knows what he's doing. He shows he can be trusted and he shows that he can make some plays. So all credit to him. I mean, it's a great story. And the fact that we're talking about him right now, I think is just the beauty of it. Logan, how about turnovers and the LeBron yeah. tweet. I mean, yeah. that was big. Yeah, yeah. St. Vincent, St. Mary. I didn't so know about that. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, LeBron hey, gave this huge and we shout go, out And we Twitter. go, hey, hey, Nico, like, you know LeBron? And he's yeah. like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I know LeBron. <laughs> like, all right, you don't know LeBron like that, bro. He's like, yeah, 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 I know LeBron. Like, oh, you call him LeBron now? All right. <laughs> Relax. You know, you got one interception. Relax. And then what does he do this week? He gets a forced fumble. So, yeah, you know, I got to get, get, get off yeah. his case a little bit. It was great. Or he gets a uh, fumble recovery. Logan, how, you know, you mentioned the defense goes through that defensive line. How about Big Cat? How about Leonard Williams in the year that he's having up front? Um, you know, comes back, franchise tendered. You mentioned how good that uh, your defensive line coach is doing, those guys up front. But the season that Leonard Williams is having up front. I mean, it's he's one of the best. I don't know what to tell you. He's one of the best. I don't know what his career has been to this point. Since I've been here, he's been dominant, and he's dominant. And our defense can't run without him. Um, not the same. It would have to change. And they just say, Leo, you're different. 
Like you're just, you, you're bigger. You just, you're different. Be different. Make sure you stand out out there. You're a different dude. Um, obviously a top draft pick for a reason. So he's different, but I mean the whole defensive line, I'm telling you, man, it's a special group. Dalvin is having a really tremendous year for interior D linemen. Mm-hmm. Um, Dex is coming along. I mean, you lost some edge rushers there, and you still have guys coming in and making plays. That comes down to the coaching outside, linebacker coach and Brett, the D-line coach, Coach Spence. And those guys have a brotherhood that is special to see how they all are happy for each other's success. So Leo is different. He's winning his blocks like he should, and he is, and we need him to be. But a lot of it, they're, they're, they're doing things to help Leo get free, and he's picking for other guys, and they're picking for him, and he has a great ability to finish on that quarterback. So like I said, we can't, we can't run the defense we run without those guys up front and whoever's in there, they're all playing at a high level. Logan Ryan is our guest. Got you for a couple more minutes and we always appreciate your time, Logan. We know you're busy. You know, you mentioned it before about Kyler Murray and there are some similarities, right? Between he and Russell Wilson and and maybe some similarities with their team where they have a dynamic wide receiver and Deandre Hopkins, but he's not all that they have, you know, just your thoughts about that matchup and sort of how you guys are going to approach it. Cause as you said, it's not going to be a carbon copy of what we saw in Seattle. Yeah, well, let's get it. You know, Kyler Murray is the fastest quarterback we have played to this point. I mean, we'll see with Lamar Jackson, but he is—he's faster than Russell Wilson um, is. So that's going to be—that's going to pose a threat. And obviously, he's a very talented player. He's a little bit younger, maybe not as experienced, but they're—they're um, they're very, very explosive offense and that ability to put up points, put up points quickly if you don't do a good job and have great discipline. And honestly, last game was a lot about our discipline and be able to stay disciplined throughout the game. Um, and that our discipline is going to have to continue. And that just, that has to be a mindset from game to game, just because you're disciplined last week doesn't mean you're just going to be disciplined this game. So that's just something that we got to continue to do. Um, and let's get this straight. DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver we have will play to this point. So he is better than DK Metcalf. I don't think it's close. So that's another challenge. There, I've played against Hopkins for many years. I've studied hours of tape on him. He's very good, very competitive, plays every play. And Larry Fitzgerald is a walking legend as well. So they have some talented, great, great talent on that team. Um, Got to dive into them more, obviously. But it's going to take another work of a, a long week of preparation to feel confident to, to go out there and win the game. And that just comes through um, how much you know work we decide to put in this week. You know, Logan, you used the word discipline a couple of times. I just want to go back to that Seattle game for a second. Is it difficult? I mean, how much going into a game where you know Colt is starting at quarterback, there's no Daniel Jones, and you need guys to step up and perform, but you also need guys to maintain and, and be disciplined within the defense, within the offense, and not not get too over-aggressive. How difficult was that sticking to that knowing – you know, you're going to be limited offensively with Cole at quarterback as compared to where you were as an offense with Daniel Jones. Well, when you rush, when you run the ball for, you know, 160 yards against a loaded box, I mean, that's just, that's great offense regardless who's that quarterback. So, but I told you guys last week, it doesn't matter who's on offense. It honestly doesn't matter. Not that I don't care what the offense does, but I, I control what I can control, which is the defensive side of things. I talk about what I know about, which is the defensive side of things. So, we're always trying to go out there and put up great performances like that one, and it could have been even better. I think with me personally, what I would say, that was the biggest thing with me last week was when he would scramble, I would I made sure I did the best I could to 
to disguise and kind of confuse Russ pre-snap, disguise and kind of and run around kind of during the snap and get really deep. I watched a lot of Ed Reed tape, and I wanted a line really deep to to discourage, okay, we're not going to be able to throw it deep on this play and make him be patient and, and stay disciplined. And there's times all over that game, I'm a guy that's a heavy ball guy. I like to get the ball, punch the ball, knock the ball out, PBUs. Yeah. I love all those stats. But I think I had three tackles that game, and I was probably not even on the screen because I had to stay disciplined. I had to have to keep the integrity of the defense to prevent uh, me and Julian Love, prevent the deep shots, prevent the, the big explosive locket plays, the big explosive Metcalf plays. Too many teams, I think, get too aggressive, and he runs around and makes a uh, – we talk about how he's the best deep ball thrower in football. Well, we got to take away that deep ball with our alignment, with our disguise, and how we – kind of put a spider web around their whole offense. Our pass rush put a spider web around them. And that took discipline and our kind of our secondary put a spider web and try to contain everything they did. And that can get a little boring at times for me, a guy like me, but <laughs> I felt like it was the best interest of the team. And what other teams asking me to do, I'm going to do wholeheartedly because I know that's going to help us win. So that's kind of that discipline, that aggressiveness was definitely something I was feeling all game of, man, I want to go get me a ball, but at the same time, I got to make sure I protect everybody. I want to get this win more importantly. You know, and and it was a big win, Logan. What is that? You've been a part of great runs with other teams. You know, that type of win on the road in Seattle, you know, going in it as a decided underdog. What does that win do do for that room for this group? I mean, every game is a learning experience. The the losses obviously didn't derail us too bad because we kept believing ourselves, and I think the wins can build belief. I think you learn from both of them. You don't get too high after this one. And, look, this isn't college football where we just – beat the number one team in the nation now we go to number seven or i don't know what that is you know this win counts as one win and at the end of the day it's a great win uh we executed well we didn't have too many um self-inflicting wounds we didn't have too many penalties we kind of executed our game plan and that's encouraging and that's good and the young guys had success that's encouraging for their careers that's big uh we need that but we need it every week so this is just only counts as one it doesn't count as three it doesn't count as five wins it counts as one win and that's all we're worried about. So, honestly, we need to learn from it. But, you know, the tough part about doing this show on Tuesdays is I, I like to move on. So, when we're done this show, I'll probably move on. I, I like to move on from the game and go to the next one. So, we got, like I said, I tell the guys it counts as one win. I'm proud of them. But yeah. we got we to gotta lock it back in and we got to get ready to go on the next win. And, you know, when I say I go in there and I believe I can win every game I play, I, I truly believe that. Um, because I put a lot of work in, and we're going to put a lot of work in to, to beat the Cardinals. And I think, I hope that we'll by Saturday night we feel like we can beat them because of our hard work all week. Logan, uh, we've kept you a long time. I just have one last one for you, and it's it's just drawing on your experience going back to 2015 with the Patriots. You guys started the season 10 and 0. The Steelers yesterday got to 11 and 0 before they lose for the first time. So looking back on that season 2015, knowing what it's like, what are the Steelers feeling this morning? Uh, you just take it how you just take it how it is. I mean, like I don't know what they're feeling. You just take it how how it comes. I know that year we were 10 and 0. Uh, we were rolling through teams, and then um, we lost a couple guys to injury. Edelman got hurt on injury. Gronk got hurt on injury, and we finished the season two and four. So we were twelve and four, and we had a two seed and not the one seed in New England. That was that meant everything. I don't know. It's just the mentality of having the one seed and having home field throughout was different than having to travel up there. Um, so it just kind of like we didn't finish strong. I don't think our confidence 
was at the was at the same spot it was early in the year because we let that one loss kind of turn into more and um you know and and we just didn't we didn't feel like the same confident you know team that we were early in the year and we ended up losing the AFC championship and neither here nor there obviously so that's why it's so important to continue to get better throughout the year and obviously everybody wants to win every game you want to start off 10 and 0 and but you want to make sure you're 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 making strides you're getting so the Steelers it could just mean one game way whatever bump in the road or it can it can derail them I don't really know it just it just kind of how how years go and you know I have a a supreme confidence in our team because of how we're just staying together through wins and losses I just don't think one game I don't think this Seahawks game is going to get us off our mission um like oh wow now we believe we're good no we believe we were good going into the game that's why we won the game when no one else believed in us Nobody picked us to win that game in the whole world. So I don't want to hear it now when they believe in us now or, or they can. I hope they do, but it doesn't, it's not going to, it's not going to change how we feel about ourselves. And I just honestly just think it's, it's about the, the mindset of the team. Hey, Logan, we appreciate the time this morning. Uh, good luck in getting prepared for Arizona and good luck this upcoming week. All right. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, you Logan. Got it.